Hey, this is Clovis Barnett. I am really thrilled to be able to have Brandon Clever here with me this morning. He's unfortunately, Brandon's not going to be able to be with us on August 6th. And so we wanted to interview him and ask him to share a little bit about his his exciting trip overseas doing summer, well, it was more than summer missions. It's doing, it was 10 months, I believe. I'm going to ask him to share a little bit about his uh, experience, share the ministry that he was a part of, and uh, just where he went and uh, what were some of the significant things that God taught him uh, through this this experience. So, Brandon, you want to share a little bit about uh, your trip, who you were with, and, and just what you learned. So I joined an organization called Adventures and Missions, which does the World Race Gap Year, um, which went to about five different countries. Uh, so I went to Guatemala, South Africa, a small African country called Lesotho, Swaziland, Cambodia, and Thailand. And um, on the world race, the, the real model is to cultivate an intim- intimacy with God, uh, live in an intentional community like the Book of Acts, and also um, live on mission every day to serve out, to serve the nations, and really pour out the love of God onto uh, a variety of ministries. So in Guatemala, I partnered with a, an inner city ministry that works with um, really helping getting street kids off the streets and teaching English and discipling others. In Africa, I joined a church that helped build an orphanage, did soup kitchens, and a prison ministry where we saw dozens accept Jesus. And in Cambodia, I worked with the church to do a soccer ministry, teaching English, and uh, evangelize to the local villages, to people who have never heard of Jesus before. So I thought it was just a very powerful experience because I really got to see the Bible come alive, and I got to see um, just people encounter Jesus over and over again. And um, many people got saved and I personally experienced um, the love of God multiple times. And uh, despite the hardships, we really um, were able to, to just bring breakthrough to the nations by keeping our eyes on the Lord and um, just truly just abiding in the Lord every day um, through worship, through prayer, through having conversations with God, and then asking his will for the day and, and really just um, going to the people he served, um, to he wanted us to serve. And uh, I just thought it was just a, an amazing way to... Um, train me and prepare me for um, life after the race and life in America. And I'm very excited to just bring my knowledge and my discipleship and bring my um, perspective into college as I bring kingdom over there. And so I'm very excited, and I want to thank you all so much for supporting me, and I really appreciate all your prayers and your uh, financial giving. So um, I'm sorry I couldn't be here today, but I really uh, just want to say thanks again. God bless. Yeah. Thank you. This is uh, one of the most exciting Sundays for me because I just have—I uh, just really have a passion for missions and being able to spotlight those who have been on short-term mission trips this summer. And for Brandon, even longer, he was ten months on the mission field. That's just a—it's just a real treat. And so this morning, uh, you heard from Brandon, and you have several here who have been on the mission field this summer. What we want to do is just kind of spotlight each one of them and give them an opportunity to share briefly about uh, their experiences this summer, and, uh, and we'll have a couple of images, I think, with them. At the very end, uh, while we're taking up our offering, we're actually going to have a video that's going to give more images, and you'll be able to see more of uh, where they were at and what they were doing. But first, I want to introduce uh, Jim and Carol Ward. They uh, were on mission in Honduras this summer with a ministry called Vision for Eternity, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it over to Jim. He's going to share briefly, and then he'll turn it over to Carol. So, Jim, you want to share a little bit about y'all's ministry this summer? Sure. Uh, Vision for Eternity 
It's basically a group of us go down to Honduras. We stay at San Marcos de Colón. We go out to the villages and we do the vision for eternities. Basically, we have uh, set up in people's, sometimes their yards, but whatever the case, uh, sometimes churches, but we have uh, someone that takes care of their vision. After they get their glasses, then they get to come and we share the gospel. We also have several groups that go out to the villages. So this is a picture of me doing sharing the gospel. And uh, so I will pass it on to Carol because she's got more about the facts. Being in accounting, numbers are always important. But uh, this slide is a picture of us set up in a church, I think, this time. Uh, We never know. We go by school bus to these small, small remote villages. One day it was four hours one way. That was a very long day. But this is us doing the eyeglasses. We focus on mostly reading glasses. Um, We gave away 333 pairs of reading glasses after testing them. Uh, Many of these people uh, sew for a living or do small work. Um, It's a very rural, very, very poor country. So we like to let them uh, thread their needle. so they can still make some money. Um, we had 646 professions for Christ, and that was in a five and a half days in the field. This year we were sort of limited. Uh, the Pan American Highway is under construction, so what should have been a four-hour trip to the mission turned into six and a half. So we had to leave a day early, uh, start a day late. So we were so blessed. Thank you so much for your prayers, uh, for your financial support. Um, it is, we give them a greater gift than the glasses, but that's how we attract uh, them to come in and they don't have access. Otherwise, we've had people in tears. I can read my Bible. Uh, the light that comes on when they can see is just we, we cry a lot there, but a uh, great group of people, um, interdenominational. I think this year we had eight different churches represented. We don't point them to any one church. We point them back to the Bible and Jesus and tell them you must find a Bible-believing church. And uh, we do have pastors that disciple them afterwards. Um, the mission is... Uh, Good Samaritan Baptist Mission down there, and they have 245 churches that they've started. So eighth trip and probably another one in the future. But thank you again. We we totally appreciate it and couldn't go. And we made a record this year. Nobody got sick, and I attribute that to prayer because we've had some rough years in the past, and this was an amazing trip. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And uh, I know if if you have any questions for the wards, I mean, they'll be around. They'll be out in the lobby. They'll be glad to answer any questions. I did uh, want to mention on the front of your uh, bulletin, you know, it has the list of all the countries that uh, we visited or want somebody from our church uh, did mission work. And on short-term trips, there's 11 countries uh, represented there. I think five of them were by Brandon. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, we are thrilled to, uh, you know, that we've been able to 
impact so many different countries. So we want to shift now, and actually we're going to kind of shift toward the Zambia group over here, but although most of the time was spent in Zambia, a lot of it was spent in Zambia, Chloe Dunnigan, who uh, did what's called Apex now, it used to be called Trek 7, so it's like a six-week term uh, overseas. My daughter did it a few years ago. Shelby Ray did it two years in a row. We've had some others do it. So um, she just got back, what, Friday? Uh, yeah, into Prescott. Phoenix yeah. Oh, Phoenix yesterday. So just got back yesterday. So very, yep. she just got here in the nick of time. Uh, but we want to give you the opportunity to share, Chloe. I know that you were in Cameroon, Central African Republic, and Zambia. So uh, take a few minutes and share with us about your time. All right. Yeah, absolutely. So um, apologies. I'm really jet lagged. So this might not be like the most high quality thing ever. But um, so I started out uh, my trip in Cameroon, and uh, what I got to do there was just really experience what um, missionary life is like there, and and really just live alongside some of the full-time missionaries in the city team um, in Yaoundé. And so that was an amazing experience because uh, I was able to just, you know, eat, sleep, breathe with these people and just just learn from them so much. And so a couple days after we landed in Cameroon, um, just sort of saw the city, was able to, you know, meet the ministry team and see some of their uh, ministries, what they do. They're working with Wycliffe, you know, all this, all this stuff that they do. And then we uh, got in the car for a 14-hour dirt road drive in monsoon season to Central African Republic. And so in Central African Republic, I was able to experience, like, uh, totally different side of the same coin of um, what uh, missionary life looks like in a much more rural place. So that last picture you saw up there was um, me with the uh, staff of the hospital in Central African Republic, and I look like a weirdo in a nurse's cap because they're just like, hey, you're coming into surgery with us. So, you know, they just kind of threw me right into what they're doing um, and I just really got to experience, uh, you know, what missionary life and what ministry looks like in a really, really hard place. And so that was that was an amazing experience, but it was also a, a difficult experience because you see a lot of hard stuff in um, in a war torn place like that. And so um, another thing that I got to experience in Central African Republic is is the next picture is I got to uh, meet this lady, her name is Hawa, and that's my teammate, Leah. Um, but uh, the middle lady, her name is Hawa, and she is a Fulani woman. And the Fulani tribe is 100% uh, Muslim, so that's why the headscarf. But she, she has come to Christ, and she is um, very bravely and um, very uh, discreetly for her own safety, but living in, um, in among her tribe as a, as a follower of Christ, and just to experience her story and and see how, you know, we, we went in there for a very uh, discreet Bible study um, to, you know, with some of the missionaries that are connected with her. And so really just to, you know, see how she's living out her life following Christ in a very hostile environment was, was incredible. Um, so, yeah, so Central African Republic was was amazing. It was hard. You know, you see, see a lot of difficult things, but... But I really saw, you know, saw God move. And so that was amazing. Um, and then came back to, to Cameroon and was able to do some of the same stuff, really just um, absorb and, and see how 
the missionaries deal with with you know living in in such a, a different place and and how that affects their ministry was amazing and then hopped on a plane to Zambia and met up with Shelby Ray and the crew and so we we were doing a uh, I met up with their medical team which she'll tell you about so I won't um, and so after that after they left I was able to really um, start pouring into the Sarah Rose Foundation. Um, so this is me with all the, the uh, Mama Karina and all the kids at the orphanage. And um, I was also working with the, with the feeding center. And, and mostly what I was doing there was just working with um, global fingerprints. And kind of, um, it, it was really helpful to have those connections with the Sarah Rose Foundation and, and, and build, those, you know, rela- build on those relationships I had from last year. But also I was, you know, it, it helped a lot with what I was doing with global fingerprints. So um, basically just updating the the child system a little bit, but that was, you know, it was a really, really sweet experience and a sweet time of of seeing how God was using me to fulfill a need, and, and he kind of gave me this task to do that I happened to be pretty good at, and it was that, that was just like a, a really sweet time of like, thank you, God, like, you know, I could actually do this, and so that was awesome. So, um, yeah, Zambia was just a, a really amazing time of, of being able to serve and, and really once Shelby Ray and them left being completely immersed in the Zambian culture, you know, only white girl in the church, only white girl on the street, you know, it was, it was a very incredible experience where, where I just learned so much. And so I'm just really grateful for, for how much this trip changed me and, and, I just want to say, you know, thank you to everyone who's who supported me and who enabled me to go and experience all this. It was it was really amazing. So, thanks. Amen. Thank you. All right. So, uh, this was second. Uh, this is Chloe's second time uh, for Zambia. Shelby Ray holds the record. Is this your <laughs> fourth time, fourth year uh, to go to Zambia? Uh, she is the head of Global Fingerprints for Zambia, uh, the point person for that, and so she was working with uh, Global Fingerprints. Um, you want to share a little bit about what y'all were doing? Yeah, so um, this picture is the picture of our team. Um, I went with, there were six students, including me and Chloe. Um, five of us were medical students. Um, we went with a doctor, not Chloe. Um, we went with the doctor and his wife, and then our team leader, um, Stu Erdenberg, who has been with me on all of my trips. Um, and we went over and did physicals for all of the kids in the Global Fingerprints program. Um, this trip was truly one of my favorites. Um, this team was amazing. Um, I'm still amazed that the six of us got along so well. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and the next picture is um, one of the little girls at the orphanage. This is um, Deborah. She, it's been so cool to see her grow up um, over the course of the four years. Um, she was, I think she was just turning one my first trip. So it's been really cool to see her and all the other kids um, just grow up and, and grow in Christ. That's really awesome. Um, this next picture is some of the kids at the feeding center. Um, so we did height and weight. We did a vision test for all the kids. We did a physical examination. Um, and then we gave all the kids like an anti-parasitic pill. Um, so if any of the kids needed any antibiotics or anything like that, we had 
a ton of medicine that Dr. Dave brought over. So um, we were able to give that out. But we really didn't have that many kids that had super bad like medical issues. Um, I think we handed out maybe a, a dozen um, antibiotic um, like prescriptions. So it really wasn't that much considering we saw just under 200 kids. So that was really cool. Um, I was really excited for that. Um, so this next picture is just me and one of my teammates. Um, we also checked the kids um, for like their hemoglobin, which is just um, their blood to see like if they're anemic or something. Um, so this trip was just amazing. Um, I want to thank you all for your support, your prayers, um, supporting me financially. I really couldn't have done this without you guys. Um, I where I go, I went with um, Global Fingerprints. So, if any of you guys have um, sponsor kids or you would like to sponsor a kid, I will have cards out at the table, um, and I'd love to talk to you guys. So, thank you guys. So again, uh, both Chloe and Shelby Ray will be out in the lobby and uh, probably near the missions table if you're interested in uh, asking them more questions. So Scott had the opportunity to go to Zambia as well, uh, has been there before, was able to connect with both the Sarah Rose Foundation, Church on the Rock, and the ministry we've been connected with for the last four years, as well as a ministry that he's tied to and been, uh, been involved with in the past in Indola. So Scott, you want to share a little bit about your time, your trip? Yeah, so I, uh, I flew uh, to Indola and then took a, a drive north to Kitway, and this is me with the, the boys at the Boys Ranch. Whenever you give to Cornerstone Church, uh, 15% of the money right off the top goes to missions, and so two things that that money does is it feeds all of these 12 or 13 boys that are at the Boys Ranch to the Sarah Rose Foundation. You also feed the 150-so kids that are at the feeding center in school um, each and every month. Um, and so a lot of people ask, where does your money go when you give to a local church where these are the faces that are being fed and nourished because of that? And so um, I had a chance to go there. Um, we sat down, and um, as happens, whenever a pastor goes to Zambia, they turn to me and said, let's go back to that previous picture real quick. They said, do you have a word from the Lord? And I said, okay, Lord, give me a word. And... Uh, so you just, whenever, wherever you go in Zambia, you better have a sermon ready. Um, and so uh, it was really a privilege to be with them and to see some of the impact that our team has had in previous years. Uh, the following day on Sunday, the next picture, I got to preach to the Church on the Rock, um, and that was uh, a great experience. Um, it's always difficult when you're preaching with a translator, um, but they did a great job. And I was really encouraged um, as a pastor. You always wonder, do people really hear what you say? Did, did it really matter? And the next day, with both Edward and Barbara, who founded the Sarah Rose Foundation, um, the message that God had given me, they were, they were reiterating back points of that message to me that God was using to speak into some challenges that they're having presently. And so I was just really grateful for that. Um, again, we're, we're seriously committed uh, to the Sarah Rose Foundation. And so to, for me to be able to go and experience the holistic ministry they have, pregnancy center, maternity center, feeding center, orphanage, boys ranch, church, um, uh, boutique, uh, hair salon, the holistic ministry they have. I did a lot in three days. Um, no haircuts. Sorry, Frank, that's just your thing. Um, 
But, but I just, uh, it, was, it was incredible to see what God has done through the faithfulness of their vision. They started the first um, ministry venture there in 1998, so they'll celebrate 20 years next year, and I just was blown away by their faithfulness to God's calling. So then I returned to Andola and um, joined about 65 Americans for Impact Andola with Northrise University, which is in the next picture. Um, Northrise University, it was the first Christian university in Zambia, and since 2004, they've graduated over 300 graduates. And so this was me speaking. I spoke to our, all of our team, about 300 volunteers with Americans and Zambians, uh, Zambians twice. Um, and then I spent four days at a pastor's conference. The next picture is the 150-so men, uh, primarily pastors that we spoke to. Those men represent about 100 different churches. So as far as our math goes, um, the, the impact through those 150 men is somewhere between 10 and 25,000 people in the country through our, our, our conference on discipleship. Um, I had a hunch that pastors struggle to raise up leaders in their church in Zambia for the same reason they do in America, which is insecurity. Most of us define ourselves by what we do, regardless of what we do. And when you make it your intent to raise up other leaders you're basically working yourself out of a job. And for many people like in Zambia who've never done anything else other than this, the idea of needing more leaders is important, but the reality of what it means in terms of an adjustment in your role and adjustment in your identity is really challenging. And when I brought that up, there was, it was like there was an elephant in the room. And so I was grateful my hunch was correct. This final picture is a man named Christopher. He led our conference. He facilitated it. This young man next to him is the man that he has raised up and turned over his church to after 27 years of pastoring it. And he said, this young man is a better preacher and a better leader who knows technology better. And so Christopher sits in the back every Sunday and is pastored by this young man and the pastor that Christopher started. And so it was a great testimony to what we had taught them all week long. And so um, I'm really grateful that I'm a part of a church that has a vision that's bigger than its own four walls. And I'm really grateful for your generosity that was expressed in all of our ministry this summer. And um, the purpose of our, our missions team is to awaken the missionary and everyone. And I hope that our time together today and your, however long you've been a part of Cornerstone is reminding you that you may never leave Prescott, but you are a missionary here. And we hope that God is awakening in you the fact that he sent you on mission to be his ambassador wherever you go and that you can make a difference. So thank you for being a a great, generous church. Okay, so there was one more uh, person who uh, went on the mission field. It was actually Brandon's older brother, Jacob. Uh, He couldn't be here again uh, as uh, Brandon couldn't be here this morning. But uh, we do have a short video from him. So we're going to close out our time here with uh, this short video with Brandon and then come back and then I'll lead us as uh, we go into our time of offering. So let's watch this video from Jacob Clever. Hey, Cornerstone. It's Jacob. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for praying for me and contributing to my trip to Brussels this summer. Uh, God has done an amazing work, and I'm so humbled and thankful to have been able to do this, um, thanks to you guys. Uh, We set out as a team this summer to make disciples here. So we've been searching for people of peace, people who are open to Jesus. Um, And it's been amazing because Brussels is so full of different cultures and different people. There's over 100 different nations represented here. And so we've had talks with people from uh, the Middle East, different parts of Africa, and all around Europe. 
And it's been amazing to see people responding to Jesus. Uh, he's been saving people. He's been healing people. He's been setting people free and revealing his, his heart to them and his truth to them through reading the Bible. And um, it's just been incredible. Uh, our team's also been able to work with refugees here and serve them at different centers. And we've been able to do things uh, just around the city, partnering with different organizations here, uh, just to make Brussels a place that um, shines with the glory of God. And uh, I am confident uh, that God has done an amazing work here. And uh, I'm just so thankful that you guys got to be a part of it. Um, so know that Jesus is exactly who he says he is, and he does exactly what he says he will do. And he's alive and well in Brussels, and he's alive and well in Prescott. So uh, be encouraged and uh, be full of faith for what God has. And uh, thank you so much for contributing to my trip. Thanks. Bye. So 11 different countries impacted by short-term missions this, um, this summer and beyond and before that. So well, now what we want to do is uh, we're going to pray, uh, take up our offering. While we take up our offering, there will be a slideshow giving you more images of, uh, of the different places that were impacted uh, by our missionaries this, uh, this summer. And, and uh, also, just again, a reminder that 15% of what you give goes to support missions around the world. I know some of you gave above and beyond that uh, to help support these trips. So thank you for that. So let's pray, and uh, we'll continue on with our service. Father, we just thank you, God, for the privilege it is to be a part of what you're doing around the world. Lord, I thank you for each person who uh, was willing to step out in faith and trust you and go where you called them to go um, as you led them to these different places uh, to be used by you, Lord, to touch lives, to transform lives, to see uh, people come to faith, uh, to put their trust in you, and then to begin uh, to grow in you. So we thank you, God, uh, for your, your heart for people, for your heart for us, for your heart for the world. And we thank you, God, as a church, that we get to be a part of what you're doing. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the audio from Cornerstone Church in Prescott, Arizona. For more information, visit us online at www.prescottcornerstone.com.